This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch, and the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, Wonderful Pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Thursday. We are live in Los Angeles, and it's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Jimmy Johnson, Julian Edelman stopped by today. Uh, We'll start our show with a bit more somber tone. J-Mac is joining me as always. Uh, Yesterday I was just at lunch with a boss yesterday in a discussion when the incident happened in Kansas City at the Chiefs Parade. Uh, One uh, shot and killed, 22 injured. So it was a very tense day here today. We had crews, uh, FS1, first things first, was out there. And so as I was having sort of a business meeting, uh, the first 15 minutes was uh, Lachlan Murdoch and my boss talking through it, highly concerned, and it happens a lot in this country. I don't often talk about social situations, but I think today it deserves it. It was the 49th time this year, that's crazy, of a mass shooting. Folks, it's February 15th, 49th time. It's happened in 19 states. Point fingers all you want. It's happening everywhere. I traveled abroad the last couple of years, uh, took my wife to Italy, uh, went with my son to Iceland. In Iceland, we had a really nice man. He asked me at one point about the American gun violence, and I said, it's us. It's who we are. It's what we tolerate. I grew up with a stepdad, very decent guy. He was a hunter, and he owned a gun. My dad didn't. My stepdad did. He was very, very responsible. We had this little room off the kitchen. I didn't go into much, no reason to. He kept his guns in there in a cabinet. Every time I would wander near it, I would hear a stern voice. What are you doing in there? I stopped going in there. His name was Irvin. Short nickname was Erp. 
very responsible gun owner. So were all his friends. I've had adult friends who carry guns, often for security. Not a lot of hunters I know. Again, very responsible. In fact, I was thinking this morning, driving to work, I've never known in my life an irresponsible gun owner. And I don't know what you do with a lone wolf scenario, three people reportedly in Kansas City, but it's happening globally. I'm not really into the blaming thing. That's what the media does. They tend to blame conservatives. I'm here to argue Democrats like their guns, too. Democrats will ship off $83 billion to help somebody else abroad. How about just fix the gun issue? I don't want to blame. I just want it solved. We've had an exploding homeless issue, especially here on the West Coast where we have mild winters. For over a decade, we've thrown billions at it. I don't trust my politicians. They can't solve it. We have southern border immigration issues. Look what Texas and Arizona go through daily. We throw billions at that. Our politicians can't solve that either. I don't live in fear. It's not really who I am, but I do live more cautiously. I don't go to malls. I rarely go to a theater. If I do, I'll seat. Where's the exit? Same with concerts. It's all I look for. Casinos, Vegas, any group I'm in. How do I get out of here? I don't think I'm a fatalist. I think I'm a realist. My eyes are open constantly. What is it? Is it a combination of loose gun laws? Yeah. Lousy parenting? Yeah. A massive mental health crisis? In California alone, we're trying to pass a $6 billion bill on that. I don't know. Can't we just make it harder to get a gun or have very stern background checks? That seems realistic. But I don't want to blame. I just want a solution. And in my life, I'm 95% sure I won't get one. Am I unrealistic? Am I negative? Whenever I do these like uh, brief social commentaries, I like to you know give it a little happy ending, have a solution, wrap a bow around it. But I can't. 49th time we've had a mass shooting this year, and it's February 15th. As I told our driver in Iceland, this is us. All right. Now an awkward pivot to sports. So for the last couple of years, probably three to four, I have been told, not trying to be cynical, nobody wants a cynical sports talk show host, uh, that the Boston Celtics, this is the next dynasty. Well, last night, uh, they won by 50 points. Uh, again, they're number one in the NBA in point differential. In fact, the Celtics have the best record in the NBA. They're almost unbeatable at home, 26-3. and three. They have made the most threes, they have the best rebounding team in the league, and they have the number one net rating on offense. <laughs> they don't do a lot of things poorly. They're a dominant team, especially in the East. In fact, all their perceived rivals in the East have clear holes. Philadelphia's good, I liked them this year, but Embiid just got hurt, and if Joel Embiid's not 100%, you're not beating the Celtics. I like Dame to Milwaukee, but they've already fired one coach, Dame and Giannis doesn't feel like it's a perfect fit, and they are bad defensively. I think the Knicks are a great story. I don't think they're a great team. I think they're limited offensively, and Thibodeau can wear teams out with hard practices and long minutes. The Cavs are young. Their best players, Donovan Mitchell. They're not beating the Celtics. The Celtics are the only team in this league. Top five in scoring, top five in defense. They don't have much of a bench, but either does Denver. If the Celtics do not get, with relative ease, to the NBA Finals, 
and at least take Denver to six or seven, then I am done listening to this is what they're going to be. Instead, I'll shift to this is what they are. There are no excuses. They are 30 and six against the East. I've heard promises. They're going to be this. Jason Tatum's the next this. They won by 50 last night. That's hard to do in high school. Almost impossible in college. In the NBA, it doesn't make sense. They're number one in rebounds and threes and point differential. Best home record. Best record overall. They rarely have a clunker. And Jason Tatum's a wonderful kid and plays really, really hard. But man, I'm done listening to what they're going to be. And I want to eventually see what they are. And this is the season with a weakened Eastern Conference where Dame and Giannis really isn't working quite as well as you want, and they're bad defensively, where Joel Embiid got hurt, where the Knicks did not take a huge swing at the trade deadline, the Cavs are too young, and nobody else is really going to challenge them. This has to be the year that they walk through the East, couple of sweeps, get into the finals, and if not win it, take Denver 7. There's no reason they can't. I'd argue Denver's the only team in the league whose best four players are even close to the Celtics' best four players. All right. Um, you know, I don't wade into that social stuff too much on television, do more on my podcasting, but I think it is a, it is a part of our country now. Um, I, 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 I don't know if anybody wants to be a politician. I mean, look who could be our presidential runoff. The private sector now can make you so rich. And let's be honest, with social media, your family gets attacked if you run for a politician political office. I just don't think the best and the brightest end up as our politicians anymore. So I don't know if it's solvable. The homeless situation hasn't been for a decade. The border's a mess, feels like it's getting worse, and gun violence is rampant. 19 states, it'll end up probably being all 50. 49th mass shooting, February 15th. It'll be well over 300. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. 
Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible Great Rates, None of the Bull. So the 49ers fired defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes after one season. He took a lot of the criticism. It didn't appear uh, Kyle Shanahan was overjoyed, happy in the second half when he had to burn a timeout because he thought Steve Wilkes' defense was aligned too obviously. I think it's more this. Um, the previous two San Francisco defensive coordinators, very intense, rah-rah, motivational, inspirational. Robert Sala, now coach of the Jets, and D'Amico Ryans, now coach of Houston's. Um, Steve Wilkes isn't that. He's much more stoic. San Francisco doesn't run, you read, complicated schemes. It's that Seahawks cover three. They don't blitz exotically. They just line dudes up. We're better than you. We're going to be aggressive and go after your quarterback. So maybe motivation, game after game after game, Sala, D'Amico Ryans provided that. So there's a couple of things here. Kyle Shanahan is stoic. So San Francisco's probably always going to be better served with somebody on the other side of the ball, also on the staff, who's a bit of a yeller and highly intense. If you look at the Rams, Sean McVay, huge energy. Yet his defensive coordinators, a Brandon Staley and a Raheem Morris, are more chill. Dan Campbell in Detroit, he comes out swinging. Press conference, sidelines, yelling at refs. He works very well with Ben Johnson, more cerebral. D'Amico Ryans, again, player, chest out, alpha, big energy. Bobby Slowick, academic, quiet, his offensive coordinator, a former PFF guy. Steve Wilkes, like Shanahan, would rather bury his head in a play sheet. That's who he is. And the best staffs are often a mix. Remember a couple of years ago when Philadelphia got to a Super Bowl, Nick Sirianni's yelling at fans, he's yelling at refs, he's yelling at anybody. But Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen 
very reflective, very chill. Jim Harbaugh staffs, he provides the intensity. Everybody else is a notch less. Nick Saban, Alabama, older defensive coach, barking constantly. His best coordinators, younger, more chill, Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian. So Steve Wilkes has gotten a lot of jobs in his career. I never thought this was a great fit. Kyle Shanahan talked about the move to let go of him yesterday. It just ended up not being the right fit. And, you know, it hurt for me to do this, but that's exactly why I had to. But it was just for his background and how it ended up with us, it was just, it wasn't, it was harder than it needed to be. And I felt it would improve us going a different direction. But just where we're going, where we're at with our team, from a scheme standpoint and things like that, looking through it all throughout the year, through these last few days, felt pretty strongly that this was a decision that was best for our organization. Yeah, in that Super Bowl, when Shanahan had to burn a timeout, you could see he wasn't happy. And uh, in the biggest games and the biggest moments, you can't make a big mistake. And it looked like Shanahan thought Steve Wilkes had with his alignment, so they make a move. J-Mac with the news. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes, and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? 
That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Julian Edelman, who's got a, a very popular podcast, Games with Names. He's trying to get me on it, and I've blown him off twice. I'm really a jerk. Travis Kelsey talked about it at the podium. I mean, we can't get you on, Colin. What's going I'm on? I'm trying to get on. Super Bowl I'm joking. Week's a I get it. I get it. Okay. I get it. I'm just so, by the way, so, so this is really interesting because if you every dynasty has something. Um, and the Patriots dynasty was always considered like the smartest, the most efficient. You knew all the tricks. You knew all the rules. So what do you make on the uh, uh, the overtime rule thing? How much should players know? How much shouldn't they know? San Francisco guys were like, we didn't have a clue. Did that bother you? I'm a big Kyle Shanahan guy, but I, I did think that was a party foul going into the Super Bowl where you're smart. You, you there should at least be a nucleus of guys that know the situation that you're going to get into if it were to go down to that. Uh, I, I remember in New England, we would go over the free kick every Friday at Friday Fast Friday practice. The free kick is where you fair catch a punt and you get to line up to have a free kick before half. Hadn't been used since 1986, but we were prepared just in case... It were to ever happen. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, a lot of these guys have a lot of information in their head. It's a big week. You don't want to feel. That was kind of my take. Yeah, but, like, when you when you subconsciously know what's going on in the game, that it allows you to instinctively play at a different level. That's something Belichick would always say. You know, you, you go over the situations so it's in your subconscious so you can instinctively make plays on the football field for the right situation so you know i i don't think it's terrible that not like everyone wouldn't know but a, a there had to be a collective group of captains the quarterback Uzcheck, these guys i mean you, there's got to be someone that knows what's going on if we get to this situation um the bumping andy reed yeah now i don't think anybody's bumping belichick and i i will say travis kelsey's really emotional yeah what did you make of that you know, PSA for all you young kids, it's not all right. But on the other side, if you're Travis Kelsey and you've performed the way he's performed, 
in the most important games, you, you get to do stuff like that. And with the relationship that they've developed over the last 12 years, I mean, we've kind of always knew that they were like that. And uh, I, I didn't think it was great, but I can understand coming from, you know, a very emotional game from an emotional player who's probably the heartbeat of their team. Travis Kelsey's the heartbeat of that team when it comes to being that emotional figure. Yeah, you, you see him firing guys up on the sideline all the time. So I didn't like seeing it, but I can understand. I mean, I was there when Tyquan Underwood, you know, ran a wrong route, the back end zone, and Billy O'Brien and Tom Brady were MFing each other right on the sideline. Like, this stuff happens <laughs> in, in the war of the game, yeah. you know, and I'm not trying to make it lightly for, you know, battle people, but, like, when you're in this Okay. environment totally get it when you're in that environment there's a lot of things said that you have to just rub you know let, let it go over your head there's a lot of things that you do because you have guys literally doing everything that they can physically emotionally mentally to go out to play their absolute best and uh you know i i've seen it time and time again these things happen so uh 10-part documentary apple plus um, it's called The Dynasty. I think it's the Jeff Benedict book, which is a fantastic book. They were on Wall Street the other day, the, the opening bell. So it's getting a lot of play. So there have been teasers for it. Uh, apparently, Brady is as blunt as he's ever been. Kraft is blunt. Um, there, Rob Gronkowski sat in the parking lot in his car and was afraid to go to practice, like didn't want to do it. So you were interviewed. How long? Probably like an hour and a half. I think I was interviewed for an hour. I honestly don't remember what I said, so I'm, I, I want my popcorn to get ready for tomorrow to watch this thing because I'm interested to see if the teaser of what we've all saw, which is making everyone, oh, no one's, no one's got a filter on, no one's got the... Let's see what it really looks like. I want to see what it really looks like, who's talking what. Uh, and we also got to remember uh, someone is producing this thing from one side or the other. Yeah. So we don't know if it's the actual truth. Well, we, we feel it is Jeff Benedict's book, and yeah. that's got multiple quotes. So we, we, it's like the Michael thing. If Tom's talking, it's got to be some truth. Yeah, definitely. Let, De let me ask you this. You're a coach's son, so, and you came into the league as a grinder. So you probably could take more verbal sparring or lashing out from a coach, and you're good with it. Um, I do think it's Brady. I always felt as Brady, the dynasty started, it was Bills. And then in those middle years with Randy Moss numbers, then it was Tom's. At the end, it was really Tom's, where he was clearly more valuable. Is it fair to say, as you joined it, it, had, it was pivoting when you first got there? Did you feel like it was Tom's or Bills was the soul of the culture? I always felt it was Tom collectively as a whole. I mean, uh, Bill as a whole. And Tom was kind of like the offensive voice. That's what I felt when I got there. Uh, you know, it was, it was pretty known that everyone was on the table to get yelled at from the jump right when I got there. Uh, it didn't matter who you were. didn't matter what you've done. It didn't matter how much you were making. If you did something wrong, it was going to be talked about in front of the whole team because that was the whole thing. We are all accountable for what we don't do right. 
Um, so I always saw it as it was Bill's team. And, you know, Tommy was like the, the flag carrier of that team. Now, was he at times, uh, Wes Walker said it felt at times a bit abusive. Again, you and Wes, you know, you, you replaced Wes essentially. So mm -hmm. you, you were together briefly. But uh, did you ever feel it went over a line? Like, Bill, give him a break. Yeah, of course. I mean, Tom Brady was in his 15th year. Had three Super Bowls, four Super Bowls, countless Super Bowls. And, and you know, he, he would get on them, but, you know, like, he didn't change. That's what he was doing every year. Uh, you know, I, I think looking back on it, Bill could have probably handled it a little differently. Uh, but I think Bill thought he was doing the right thing. Uh, and also, you know, like, everyone on that team knew Tom Brady played better pissed off. So I don't know if it was some Master Jedi mind tricks that Bill's doing either. <laughs> like, I, I honestly don't because, you when know. When did you it, learn that? Huh? When did you learn that? Learn. Tom was better pissed. Uh, I learned that probably in like 14 when something didn't go right in that playoff run. And, and he started getting on the guys. I think it was in that Baltimore game. We were down 14 points for the first time. And, you know, he, Tom was getting pretty heated on the sideline, yelling at us. And then all of a sudden, you know, he started balling out. We started balling out. It was just kind of something that you knew. Tom would fabricate things in his own mind to make himself mad or to come up with a motivation. <laughs> right. Jordan did that, yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like... I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure if if Bill didn't understand that also, because I, I you know when Cam came in and he was my coach or he was coaching Cam the next year, you know he, he handled Cam differently because maybe that's what he felt Cam needed. Interesting. You know what I mean? So a lot of people have all this. Oh, Bill's can't. He's not a collaborative guy. He's not this guy. He's not that guy. I think he's just. He's pulling strings and playing chess a lot more than people think. Well, Parcells was the great psychologist. Mm -hmm. Belichick was around him forever. Forever. It's not hard to figure out that Bill watched some. I mean, Parcells is almost a comedian on the sideline all over his coaches. Yeah, and I, I, Bill's a little different. He's more of a computer out there, you know, during game day because he would never... He would never go and coach you hard necessarily on a game day because he wanted you to go out and play the game. He'd coach you hard after the game when the game was over because he knew that even if we messed up that one specific play, there's still two quarters of football left. You can't just get on someone and have them tail. That's right. So, you know, there's a lot of things behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know about. So nobody's ever three-peated, which is hard to believe if you watch the 70 Steelers or the Joe Montana Niners or the Patriots. Roger Craig. I mean, he didn't fumble. Team. If he didn't fumble, right. they would have three-peated. That's right. Giants. Um, it, it, it's hard to just repeat. Mm -hmm. um, Jimmy Johnson, I asked him about earlier, he said, it, it, it does become a little the disease of me. The, the secretary wants a raise. The, the slot corner wants a raise. Was it that in New England? Or was it salary cap? Guy leaves, free agent. Why, why is three so hard? Honestly, when we won 14, we started out 15, I think 9-0, 10-0. Uh, 
week eight, Nate Soldier blew out a peck, left tackle. Week 10, Deion Lewis tore his ACL. Like, there's a lot of things that have to happen. Your team has to be able to stick together. And then, of course, you get a little bit of the complacencies going with certain guys. Um, I, it was always crazy to me that I some of my best teams were the teams we didn't win the Super Bowl on. It was just we weren't healthy enough. Yeah. There was a crazy distraction that came off. We didn't play our best football to the right time of the year. Uh, and those are all variables that can happen. That's why it is so dang impressive what the Kansas City Chiefs did this year. Uh, and in these last four years, honestly, to be able to change teams, you know, and change the identity of their team, go from you know, an explosive offense to last year kind of figuring out what's going on offense, and then this year, you know, having an insane defense and an offense that made plays when they had to make plays, understanding what you are, understanding your identity, and that's why they've become such a championship team now. They understand what they have to do to win, not necessarily the sexy, let's go out and do this, let's go out and do that. You know, when it came to nut-cutting time, what, yeah. was, what was Patrick Mahomes? He was 8 for 8. eight. Okay, your your best player when you needed a big play on third down in the red area, where was Chris Jones? Right down Brock <laughs> Purdy's throat. Yeah. You know, that's championship formula. Your best players making the big time plays when the team needs it. When um when a season's over, I, I, I think um sometimes fans don't quite give players credit. It's exhausting emotionally. Mm-hmm. I mean so I used to love baseball practice. You get in the cage, infield, loved it. Show off. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Basketball practice, good sweat. Got to play some defense, good mm-hmm. sweat. Football practice is hard. 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 The, the, it's like hockey. The gear, the sweat. The, it's, you're getting banged around. And it's the emotion of the heart. But you get coached harder in football than basketball, which is sort of star-driven. Um, when the season was over, would you just – and you're a workout guy. You're still ripped. But when the season was over, would you be like, I need 12 days in the Caribbean. I'm going to go disappear. No, but around my group of friends, they'd always give this term where I used to have the Super Bowl saddies. When I'd win the Super Bowl, I'd become, (laughs) you know, you you get kind of, you have the emotions of doing all, you know, the going to the Disney World, doing the parade, doing everything. But then reality kicks in where... Now it's going to be 10 times harder. you got to reinvent yourself. Uh, you made the mistake when you're a younger football player of taking three weeks off and then hating those two weeks it took back to <laughs> get back in shape. So you never did that anymore. So like you always kind of stayed on the grind. And, and it, is, it is very tough emotionally and, and mentally uh, you know, for a professional athlete. You just, you're, you're on cloud nine, and then all of a sudden you got to flip the switch and you got to get back into the routine. So... Um, it, it's definitely a weird time, especially for these, you know, for the Chiefs. They just, they've gone back to back. How are they, you know, what are they going to do to find that motivation? Oh, we, we can, we can have that party for a couple more days. We've done that. You know, there's a whole lot of things that come into play when, when, when you win a Super Bowl and it's very tough. Didn't you go down to Costa Rica with Tom and play? No, we went to, we went to Baker's. We go to Baker's Bay. What was that? 
That's over in uh, the Caribbean. Some and so he would he. I mean, how do you initiate? Tom says, "Hey, I'm taking the Gulf Stream out. You want to go?" Yeah, we would go there. We would go to we. A lot of times we go to Montana for the fourth. Oh yeah, that's nice. You know, get that uh, 9800, 9800 high altitude training. He'd, oh, and he'd make you work out. Yeah. Oh, fully. You yeah. don't get the Gulf Stream just to hang out. No, no, absolutely not. We smoothies, <laughs> avocado ice cream, Alex, oh, and, and a and a private field. I mean, he'd, anytime we went anywhere, we'd have. Some private cut field, and he go, "Hey, babe, how's it look?" I'm like, "Tom, this we, I'm a professional receiver. This thing's uneven as hell. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll an ankle." He says, "Babe, I think it's gonna be perfect." He, he just sees any kind of clip of grass. He thought it was perfectly fine for us to go run sixty routes, but you know that's what you do when 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 you're a guy like Tom Brady, and that's what I'm sure Patrick Mahomes is gonna start doing. When you when this game is when you watch this game, do you miss that? Oh yeah. Yeah, you, you, you miss you miss that that fourth quarter. You know, right when especially with with, uh, with Kansas City when they finally took the lead and, and it was kinda like the Tiger effect. You know, Tiger back nine at the Masters. Here he comes. Here he comes. Like we the used galleries to galleries all fired up. And and it wasn't necessarily the Chiefs making the crazy plays. They just weren't making the mistakes, and you let the opponent make the mistakes. Yeah. You let the opponent have a five-yard penalty on second and 10, which is a drive killer, and then all of a sudden it's third and 15, and you got Spagnola, uh, you know, doing what he does on third down. You know, you go and you let the other team have a holding penalty and make it second and 20 and, and another drive killer. Like, that's the kind of stuff that happens when when you're when you have that effect that the Kansas City Chiefs have, I miss that. I miss, you know, the the nitty gritty time when uh, you know, like a lot of that reminded me of when we were playing against Atlanta. You know, we, we we were we felt like we were the better team. We just weren't executing at certain times. Bad first half. Bad first half, and then all of a sudden it came on, and it was like you could sense it. You knew it. You knew it. Yeah, well, you, you kind of did make a catch there. So did Danny Amendola, so did Chris Hogan, <laughs> so did My Malcolm Mitchell. I mean, they, you know, when you're, I mean, you, this year, you, you look at Scantling, you look at um, MVS, MVS but, yeah. a lot of these guys, yeah. we all talked about it on all these shows. They're, they're nowhere to be Nicole found. Nicole Hardman, yeah. And, and what sudden, did what did Patrick Mahomes do? He 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 kept on, I guarantee, loving him up at practice, saying, "Hey, we need a big play from you one time here, one time there. There's going to be one play, and you know that's why they're champions because of that." All right, you sticking around L.A.? Going on any big vacations or anything? Uh, I'll be around here for a while. Maybe dip out a couple places. We'll see. All right. Try to get on your podcast. Hey, you let me Tell know. Tell your people. It's, well, it's a Meredith, right? Huh? Who, who who keeps texting me? Your company, your big company. Melanie. Coast Coast Productions, probably. I don't. Yeah. We got. You know. yeah. Tell him I'm a nice person. I'm not trying. to. No, they honestly think you're amazing. That you. He handles. He doesn't have an assistant or anything. And everyone out there, he's handling it all himself, which is. Yeah. That's I'm, awesome. I'm not bailing. It's just you know Super Bowl. I, I'm I'm America's honesty broker. It's all right. As long as as long as when you come. <laughs> I'm interesting. To games with names set, you just don't steal another one of our social media guys. <laughs> hey. That's the hey. That's is. We have that. Uh, we're good. Hey, you just left people open. I go out there. Hey, you can't be let, leaving somebody uncovered on the sideline. I just went out there and boom. I feel like a Super Bowl when a team losing my 
My offensive coordinator. <laughs> How am I going to rebuild? I had a need. You had an opening. Boom, it happened. Good seeing you, man. <laughs> Good to see you. Julian Edelman. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.